Welcome to the Back Shoulder Fade, the Running Hook Sports Betting Podcast with Caleb Lynn and Zach Griffith. Hello, and welcome to the Back Shoulder Fade with myself and Zach Griffith uh, coming back at you. Uh, last week, debut of the pod. Uh, obviously, people, you know, in charge, aka our producer, didn't think it sucked enough, Zach. Uh, you know, they thought they thought it worked out because obviously we're still here. We're doing it again on week two. Well, the the pod didn't suck, but a lot of a lot of our bets sucked. A lot of our bets. Are, I know uh, a lot of mine. I don't think a single one of mine hit last week. Um, and I'm not, I don't know if that's going to change this week because I I went off the board a little bit on a couple of my my NFL picks for this week. But overall, Caleb, a nice. Nice week one. We got to see Anthony Richardson's Colts debut yeah. live. Doing pretty well for him. I, I'm 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 looking forward to watching this team all season. I don't know if we're gonna get a lot of W's, but it'll be fun looking- to bet on. I know that Colts will be fun to bet on because of the way he plays and the excitement that he brings. Yeah, no, it was it was a, it was a great game. I mean, I, I thought. To be honest, I thought there was a stretch where the Colts had a chance, but then it was like, oh yeah, you know they they had it, they had it, and then they just kept letting the foot off the gas almost every time. It felt like they controlled it, which then, you know, at some point, a guy like Trevor Lawrence can take advantage of that just enough to get the job done. Um, but look, I, I thought it was a, it was a fun game to go to for sure, um, and you know we're back, we're back for week two. Uh, overall, uh, you know, a couple bets I missed for sure, aka the Steelers. Uh, but when oh I look God. at the when I look at the uh, you know, I mean, look, I, I uh, recommended the Browns. I recommended the Browns. I recommended the Falcons on this pod. Um, I will unquestionably have some more sides uh, to give uh, for for this week in terms of where I lean or some of my favorite plays. Um, so I guess Zach, let's let's get into our. Uh, our running hook same game parlay, which, by the way, if you chose to ride, cashed, cashed, same game parlay, Zach, together with the Ahmed Ross same round touchdown. And then from there, we had the side, and then Alex got a little bit, uh, enough yards uh, to get the job done with Jameer Gibbs. And this week, Zach, we got the Vikings and the Eagles. Uh, and again, all three of us are going to have some plays here. Uh, so, Zach, what is your play uh, for the, you know, the running hook back shoulder fade uh, parlay for Thursday night? Well, I wanted to go defensive at first. I wanted to bet on Jalen Carter to record a sack, but I could not find on FanDuel, at least yesterday, I could not find a prop with with any defensive players in the game. So I ended up going with Justin Jefferson anytime touchdown. Um, you know, Vikings receivers as a whole, tough, tough showing in week one against Tampa, who we all thought was going to suck. I actually had Tampa, that Tampa-Minnesota game last week. I actually had it in one of my, one of my best bets last week. Uh, almost, almost happened, but I, I had Justin Jefferson anytime touchdown. I just think I, you know, I got a future on this guy to lead the league in, t- in receiving touchdowns. I think this is the bounce back week for him. He was consensus 
I think consensus, close to consensus, number one fantasy pick this year. Yeah. I just think he has a bounce back this week against a team with some injuries in the secondary, a very good secondary. You know, James Bradbury banged up this week in practice. So I think could be exposed tomorrow by the best receiver in the league. No, 100%. I, I, uh, I think that's a real possibility. I look at Hawkinson's uh, 49 and a half as well, because I, I think that what the Vikings could do a little bit is try to hold this game up in the air. I, I, and I'll be honest, I mean, New England did pretty well against Philadelphia. Uh, uh, and that's with one of the worst quarterbacks, worst starting quarterbacks in the National Football League. I mean, look, when I'm looking at when I'm looking at a guy like Kirk Cousins, I mean, you might love with Kirk Cousins, no, but I'm taking Kirk Cousins or Mac Jones. And I, I feel like, you know, there's some value there on on the receiving end of it. And, and I feel like a guy like Hawkinson, Jefferson will all be there. Uh, our producer, Alex, uh, went with Jalen Hurts over 249 and a half or 248 and a half. I, I, look, and I don't have this exact logic, but if I had to guess, you know, it's the Philadelphia, you know, the Philadelphia receivers against this Viking secondary. It's very possible that, you know, Jalen's going to look to throw that ball around, that they adjust the offense from what it was originally in week, you know, week one, where it just felt really ugly. He didn't really have that great of a game. Um, so kind of, I think all of us are kind of leading like bounce back for all three of these guys. You want to bet the network, you want to bet on it plus five forty four. Uh, you want to go $10 on that. Fifty-four bucks. I go five dollars on that. It's thirty dollars. We're one and zero. Oh. You want to go two and zero? Oh. You want to say we're one and one? That's your decision. Right, that's, that's the that's the that's the parlay we got cooking up. Um, and and we'll see. We'll see where it comes and and um, in general, just how it kind of moves forward um, throughout the season. Uh, but I'll obviously take uh, that that week and that we were able to put together last week, Zach. I mean, you, you called it on the St. Brown touchdown. I think that boosted our number big time. And then from there, it felt like the Lions were always going to compete. I was just worried about Gibbs. Yeah, the Gibbs part was concerning. When you saw Montgomery trot out there with the starting unit, it was concerning. Uh, he ended up getting it. He made the most out of his touches. He had a couple big yardage chunk runs, but uh, I feel like his touches are just going to increase throughout the season. He's too, he's too explosive. He's too fast to leave him. You know, I think Montgomery's good, but Gibbs, the potential of Gibbs, obviously way bigger. That's why they picked him as early as they did. So yeah, it ended up working out for us. Of course, the risky part, like you said, was Amon Ra first touchdown of the game, but not as much of a risk this week. Jefferson, anytime touchdown, Caleb, same matchup last year, early in the season. And the Vikings got absolutely drilled by the Eagles on primetime. It was 24 to 7. No, I, am. I am kind of expecting not a 24 to 7 type of game, but wouldn't surprise me if Eagles won by two scores. Geez, a blowout again. Got a blowout again coming. I mean, it could be. It could be. And, you know, we'll get into, you know, I might have this game in some way in one of my, one of my bets of the week. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, well, let's, let's get into it again. Plus 544, uh, three legs, Justin Jefferson touchdown, Hawkinson over, Jalen Hurts over 249. 
Um, look, when, when I when I look at this week, Zach, there's a couple games that I I'll just be honest, I really really like. Um, I just I just there's there's some I just I'm gonna have a very difficult time laying off the numbers here. Uh, I, you know, and, and again, I mean, I'll, I'll get into some props. I'll get into that stuff, but just because it was early on in the week, I did my research early on in the week. I, uh, I've got a lot of spread numbers for you. Um, but again, uh, they cashed last week. If you listen to this pod, so, uh, take that for what you will. Uh, look, uh, first bet for me is Seattle plus five and a half uh, definition of overreaction. Yeah. You know, you look at yeah. this Detroit team. And Zach, I mean, I think you and I both were on this. We thought that they were good. They were, thought they were good. We thought they were well coached. We thought that they had a chance to compete. But I mean, Zach, like, all right, Seattle, one of the worst games of week one, right? They didn't play very well. Okay. There, there's no denying that. One of the most shocking same. outcomes. Right. It was one of the most shocking outcomes. So here's what's going to happen, right? People are going to bet that Lions. They're going to bet the Lions. They're, they're great story. They're hyped. People are mad about Seattle. Right. These, these, these people, just random people are going to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm putting my money back on Seattle. Am I putting my bounty back on Seattle? It's like I might even take it a step further. I take that five and a half and I'd also sprinkle on the money line. Yeah, I mean, hell, you're, you're getting almost two to one on the money line. Um, yeah, almost two to one on the money line. I agree. Total overreaction. Uh, I think Seattle going to come into this game pissed off. Yeah, uh, I think they're going to be, you know, Lockett not really involved last week. Smith and Jigba. Not a strong debut last week. So I think they're going to come out trying to get those guys involved. Um, you know, Detroit lacking a little on the corners. I know they made some moves in the offseason to improve it, but let's be honest. Detroit's corners not really tested last week against the Chiefs. Not, not really a big test against the Chiefs last week with Kadarius Tony and MVS and. Sky Moore. You've always called MBS elite, though, knowing you. You've all you've said that you've always spoken highly about MBS. I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. I've spoken highly of his drops. He drops a lot of passes. I mean, that's that's what he does it better than anybody. He's almost he's he's undefeated at that. But yeah, also, Kadarius Tony was dropped so fast in our fantasy league. I mean, I yeah, holy cow. You're that was probably spun how fast I dropped I dropped him. Yeah, but yeah. I can't imagine. I can't. I Yeah, it, it was is, a mess. You know, they pick up Gardner Johnson and uh, who's the other defensive back they picked up? Is it Sutton? Cam Sutton? Something like that. I can't remember. But the Lions, you know, they made moves in the offseason to improve the DBs. Like I said, not a big test in week one. Massive test in week two against... I think going to be a pissed off Seattle team. So yeah, I'm with you. Give me the spread total reaction. Put some on the money line as well. You're getting almost two to one. I I love it. Uh, Zach, what, what's your, uh, what's the best bet of the week for you here on week two? Uh, I got Jags plus three versus the chiefs. Do you really? Jags plus three versus the Chiefs. Do you really? Okay, wow. Listen, listen. Why? Why? Listen, you're also getting plus money on the money line as well with this game. But now, this sh- first off, let me just say this should be the Sunday night game. I think Dolphins Pats is a fine game, but I don't know why. Like, if I had to pick between the two, why isn't Jags Chiefs Sunday night? I just want to say that right off the bat. But I, yeah, I mean, this. You know, Jaguars, they're going to have that playoff game in the back of their mind. Chiefs, 
I think they're going to have Kelsey back, Caleb. They're going to have Travis Kelsey back this week. I right? mean, yeah, from my understanding, they're going to have him back. Yeah, this, this is a fully loaded group here. Uh, I mean, Chris signed the extension. Uh, so yep. I believe they're going to have their guys back. They're going to have their band back. Yeah. And, it's, you know, like Seattle is, they're going to be pissed off after their loss to Detroit last week. Jaguars, I mean, they, they didn't play it. great. Yeah. They didn't play great against the Colts, but they got their playmakers the ball, especially Calvin Ridley. They got Calvin Ridley the ball early and often. Uh, they got ETN the ball. Got Evan Ingram the ball. Zay Jones even gets the ball uh, against us. I think against the Chiefs, they're going to be... They got the motivation with the playoff game last year. I just, I don't know. I just like this team in general, and huh. I feel like they can straight up win this game. I feel like they could straight up win this game. Chiefs go 0 2 in your life. <sighs> Let's say, as a, as a fan, wow. I'm probably, as a fan and onlooker, I'm probably picking the Chiefs just because to say they go 0 2 is crazy. But, you know, out of the big time quarterbacks, in week one, like Trevor Lawrence played better than Mahomes did. Just straight up played better than Mahomes did. You know, Mahomes, Lamar, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, like they all did not look great. Josh yeah. Allen especially looked like shit. So Trevor Lawrence looked solid. I know he had a turnover, but he looked solid. Give me Jax plus three. Uh, plus 134. Interesting. I Look, I, I, I think they have the talent. Uh, to beat them, I would lead Chiefs personally. But when I look at this Jags team, um, I mean, would it shock me if they won? No, uh, just the turnovers got to be cleaned up. I mean, the offense. I mean, we saw it in person, Zach. I mean, Calvin Ridley but since moved to better. plus three and a half. By the way, plus three yeah. and a half. I mean, and Ridley might look better than we like ever thought. Like he might be better than what I realized. It kind of looks better than you know I even expected uh, coming in there. I just didn't. He looks better than he ever did in Atlanta. And that's, I mean, you, his burst and speed was just incredible. Uh, they can unlock more of that. I have no doubt the running game will be better than what it was against the Colts. I have no doubt about that. Uh, so a guy like Travis might be interesting to see if you, you know, when those uh, props come out, what's the rushing total there? Um, I, I think it should be a good game. We'll see what, what Jaguars uh, do. I mean, obviously they're legitimate team. Uh, next up. Um, I'll be honest, Zach. I looked at a couple of bets. There's a lot of bets I like, um, a lot. So I tried to limit it down. Um, here's one that I think, um, I'm going to go back to the whole concept of overreaction. Okay. Sure. Um, because here's my overreaction. Here, here's the overreaction to me. Green Bay being favored on the road against this Falcons team. I mean, I, I, I would, wow. I would say, I would say that's an overreaction. Wow. I, I'm putting, I'm putting on Atlanta money line. I look, I, I, I'm not even worried about the points. I think when I look at it, when I look at Atlanta, I think they're going to be able to do a lot of things that the Packers are going to struggle. Uh, I think that, you know, when you look at the running game, the running game of Atlanta was dominant. I don't see that going away. Uh, I get them at home. I think they'll control the clock. I certainly think Atlanta's going to play better defensively. And Chicago did. And, you know, look, I, I just think at this point, 
you know, I, I just, Zach, I just wouldn't favor. I mean, I, so let me get this straight. The bears, the bears were three point, a couple point favorites over this green Bay team last week. And then all of a sudden green Bay, Atlanta's, do you think Atlanta's better than Chicago? I think Atlanta's better than Chicago. And then all of a sudden it becomes one one and a half. Like, I don't see the number here. I just, I'll be honest. I just think you're getting a lot of value with this Atlanta team. I, 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 I think I think the number should be two or three points. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I, I think I think it I think there's some value on the spread if you want to take it. Uh, but I, I'll take the money line on Atlanta. Sure. Um, you know, I I like that, you know, they're at home, they're getting plus money. So I like it as a bet, but when is Zag on you? When is Zag on you? Go ahead, zag it. I'm gonna zag on you big time. Okay. Call me an overreactor. Okay. Call me an overreactor. But my next best bet, alternate spread. <laughs> Packers. No freaking way. My. Oh, no, come on. Are you kidding me right now? Packers minus seven and a half versus Falcons. <laughs> Can I explain? Can I explain? Yeah, yeah, minus seven please, and a half, you're getting it. almost three to one. You're getting almost three to one. Well, I can tell you why. Drake London, okay. zero targets. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to deny I don't like Kyle that. Pitts, what do you have? Three catches? Yeah, three I catches? Don't like that either, I don't like that either. You're right. I don't like that either. I know Bijan had the touchdown, but Algier had the better game, I felt like. Sure. You know, he got he got more looks from Arthur Smith. We're looking at this game from a coaching perspective. Matt LaFleur coached an awesome game week one. Awesome game plan for Jordan Love. Jordan Love, I think better than Desmond Ritter, Caleb. I agree. Spaced off week one. I agree with that. Got the ball to his playmakers, Romeo Dobbs, Luke Musgrave, Aaron Jones. Didn't have any problems getting the ball to his playmakers, which Desmond Ritter has never been able to do in the past, I guess, half season and one week that we've seen him. And I feel like the Packers could be a hot start to the season. See it. I mean, I can't see it. I just, I think LaFleur obviously is a better coach. But look, when I look at the, when I look at this game, Zach, I, I just, my thing with the Packers was. And, and the Packers honest, defense solid. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I, I, it's solid. Do I think the Bears made it look better? Yeah, I think the Bears made their defense look a little better than what they Hey, are. by the way, that game. Murder, right? They just killed him. Bryce, killed him. where you at, Bryce, with Justin Fields? Where you at? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, we'll have to. It's, yeah, well, that'll be something to talk about uh, uh, at the pod later this evening. Uh, but look, when, when, I, when, I see the, when, I, when I see this game, it's not that I, it wouldn't shock me. But Zach, I just feel like, okay, like if the game was flipped, right? Like if the game was flipped, like I, I think the Packers, it would, to me, if I flipped the line, if I was Green Bay, like Green Bay would be favored by what? Maybe a couple points, two or three points in Lambeau, more than that. I was just going to say, I'd, I'd feel better about the alternate spread here if it was in Lambeau, because I feel like that crowd would be going nuts for the new guy. Also, Aaron Jones mispracticed today. 
So forgot that, to that, that that matters to me too because like I and feel that, like he was deal. he was everything for them last week. He was everything. He was. I mean, I get it. Jordan Love. We were talking about Jordan Love weekend. I just feel like you know it can make your job easier when Aaron Jones played the way he did last week and and took the pressure off him and and did what I think all of us kind of knew he was, which was a very good running back regardless of who was a quarterback. Oh yeah, you know, he's still a top that. top eight running back. Yeah, top ten running back. So, and I like Dylan. I like Dylan, but he's not the dual threat that Jones is. Um, yeah. Solid can he carry up. the backfield for a game or two? Yeah, sure he can. But sure. sure. You know, if Christian Watson comes back, I guess it offsets Jones a little bit. But obviously, you'd like to have Jones in the game. But yeah, if it was in Lambo, I'd feel a little bit better about this spread. But Bottom line for me, I just don't trust Arthur Smith. And I know the scoreboard looked great against the Panthers last week to the Falcons, but bigger story in that game for me was the Panthers. I mean, the Panthers could not move the ball. Uh, Frank Reich, another conservative playbook. Their skill positions are really bad. Really, really bad, Caleb. And they can't block. They can't block. (laughs) Panthers can't block, so that was the bigger story out of the Falcons Panthers game, but yeah, I, I mean, I like this Packers team, and I may or may not have picked up Jordan Love in a fantasy league. Mine, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he played really well. I, I'm curious to see how he responds. Um, I mean, because yeah, it seems like Green Bay just flat out has a number on the Chicago team, whether Aaron's a quarterback or or whether he's not. Honestly, um. My last best bet of week two before we get into some other topics, college football stuff. Um, I'm going to bet you're a lap at this one. Uh, give me Denver at three and a half uh, against Washington. Uh, I, I think you look at how Washington gonna barely lie. beat. They really barely beat the Cardinals. They barely beat them with six points. Denver's defense much better than Arizona's. Much better than Arizona's. Plus, you're going mile high. You're going across the country. Um Zach, it would not shock me at all uh, if Denver could, could really rattle uh, Sam Howell, put him in some pressure situations. And I, I think with that defense and, you know, this could be a nice opportunity for this Bronco team to rebound after losing the Raiders last week. Yeah, I mean, you're right. And if you're just looking this, looking at this again from a straight up coaching perspective, Sean Payton versus Ron Rivera. Okay, so you can put your money where you want yeah. regarding that. But right. I agree. It's going to be a nice bounce back for the Denver defense. Sam Howell, you know, played a dog shit defense last week. He he played a dog shit defense with Arizona. Not much of a test. And still that game was close. Right. Still that game was close. So you got Denver coming in. Russell Wilson obviously didn't look like the Seattle Russell Wilson last week, but he was efficient, at least. He was efficient. Yeah, no doubt. No uh, doubt. Played a safe game. He yep. was more of like a game manager. Um, this is this is a weird line for me. Weird, weird line. Um, I'm just fading how. Really, here's what I'm doing. I'm fading. I'm fading the way Zach. They had to barely squeeze that game out against yes. the Cardinals team that. It went down to the wire. I said, we're going to win four games. Yeah. Losing at half. A lot of us took them. A lot of us took them. Right. They were losing at half. 
right? They were losing it half in that game. And how made just a little bit of enough. Um, and I just look at this Denver team and I'm like, they're gonna put more pressure on on how they just they just, just are. Um not to mention, like they have actual NFL players on their offense. Like they have really nice players on their offense. Yeah. They're not they're not they're not just horrible. Do I think Javante Javante Williams will be an efficient running back in this game? Uh, I think the props look, I loved him last week. You and I both loved him last week uh, when he played the when they played uh uh you know the, the Raiders. I mean, if he if he's at 50 rushing yards, okay, if he's in that 50 rushing yards to 55 rushing yards, and that's an all-day play, in my opinion, Zach. I think this team's gonna run the football, they're gonna run it a lot. I mean, it even might be worth the sprinkle on P Ryan. I mean, Randy Gregory will gladly be looking at Sam Howell for a couple sacks. Yes, he will. That that's yes, that's, he will. That, that I wish I had a prop for that. Gladly he could be doing that tomorrow. And he might have some certain interception because sure. he, I imagine he's going to be on Terry. Yeah, you're right. Hale right. Howell's going to be trying to force it to his best guy. Yeah, you're right. And you're right. you know sure. we might have to be looking at. I guess this could be a Dotson, a Dotson game, if certain yeah. you know yeah. locks up McLaurin. But I agree with you. This could be. This could be a nice player prop game for Broncos offensive players. But yeah, just a just a weird line, especially last week when the you know both these teams did not look good. One team won, the yeah. other team didn't. Yeah. But that's where the over exaggeration is, Zach. Think about it. It Think is the over exaggeration. And the fact that they're going back where you know, the fact they're giving them more than three. I mean, they I mean, oh, I just think it's an interesting set by the books. Uh, Zach, you got uh, one more play or a couple plays that you want to mention before we get on to some college football. Discussion. Yeah. One in particular, okay. which I could not believe the odds when I read it because both of these guys had a sack last week. Plus 950. 950 for both Dalen Carter and Will Anderson mm. to record a sack. Mm. To record a sack. Both, wow. both, of these teams, both of these guys to each record a sack. Like I said, uh, Eagles dominated the Vikings last year. That front, you know, if you want to make a case, it's the best defensive front in the league. I don't think either of us would really push back on that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's them, it's them, it's the Niners, a couple other teams. Dallas. Dallas. Uh, you got Jalen Carter against the Vikings. Really like that. Had a, had an yeah. awesome, awesome game against the Pats, who I think have a better offensive line than the Vikings. And then Will Anderson against the Colts. Decent Colts no. offensive lineup. No. I was no listen, listen, listen. I was happy with the way our offensive line paid, played, especially against uh especially with Bernard Raymond, who I was ready to absolutely move on from. I was watching him very closely. I'm going to watch him even closer uh, week two, but I wonder why. You know, Ryan Kelly is going to have his hands full with Will Anderson coming up the middle. I think he gets at least one sack on Richardson. I just couldn't believe the odds. Plus 950 for the two, the two best defensive guys in this year's draft to get a sack. Richardson. So what? Wait, what, Raymond was on the left side, right? Yeah. He was dealing with Josh Allen all game? Yeah. 
brother had three sacks. I mean, look, look, it's. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought it, I thought it was him. I thought it was Raymond or it was Smith. Either way, I mean, look, I I think the bet's a great. I mean, bet. listen, Bernard Raymond's still not good. He's still not good, but. Josh Allen. I remember watching that game and be like, holy crap, Josh Allen looks really good. I remember like saying that to myself because I'm like in the middle. Like, so you, so let me give some context. You're sitting in another spot. I'm sitting in, I, you're sitting in like a totally different section. I guess I just, I'm sitting in a totally yeah. different section. And so there were spots, at least from my viewpoint, where I could see, I felt like I could see the line of scrimmage really well. So I tried to take advantage of that. See, and maybe I just couldn't see it because I did not realize he had three sacks. But look, I mean, I came up. Yeah. Wow. But that's, yeah, Richardson in total last week, he had four sacks. There were four sacks on him and Allen created. And three of them were Allen. Three of them were Allen. And the other one, I'm going to look up and pull a name up real quick because I wrote it down for the pod that, you know, I had the other pod. I had, and Rayshon Jenkins, um, in a secondary, a safety. Uh, got the other sack, but, uh, but look, I, or sorry, no, pardon, Trayvon Walker got the other sack. I remember Trayvon Walker because that was a very impressive. You sack. know, Jacksonville, look, look. decent, decent playmakers on their front. I mean, obviously, Trayvon oh, no, Walker, they, no doubt, number one pick, and no doubt, Josh Allen is a beast. Apparently, had three sacks. I don't even fucking know it. And I think you're going. This is too. okay. Not right. serious. No, no, I'm serious. That's that line's really about. weird, Zach. That line's really weird. Don't tell me that line. Don't tell me that line's weird. That line's weird. I think we're gonna win. Well, of course you should think you're. I got Colts. I got Colts defense in fantasy. I know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it just feels like a very weird line. This feels like a well, weird line. we weren't favored. We weren't favored at the beginning of the week, and now we're favored. I don't know what happened. Oh, so people have been betting on it. I see. So yeah, that, that, that's a good thing. That's a good sign for you. It's a good sign. Um. My but la- I just couldn't believe the odds of this one. Plus 950. Plus 950. Plus 950. And did you get one more that you wanted to mention? Or is that just... Uh, nah, I think I'll leave it. I think I'll leave okay. it off. Um, my final one, it's a public play. It's a public play. Um, it, but I'll just be honest. I just think that's it's unbelievable to me. Uh, that you can get the Saints minus three against this Panthers team. Look, I, I understand the public's going to I agree. It. I, I get the public's going to sit there and they're going to be like, Panthers were horrible. And, and look, I mean, I get it. It screams that I'm going to be wrong on this. It does. It does. It really, really does. But I mean, you're telling me that Atlanta's pass rush is going to get to them, right? But the New Orleans Saints with Cam Jordan isn't. And then the trust that I have with the Saints offense is just higher than I do with the Falcons. Like that's that's my that'd be my that'd be my fourth play to keep an eye on. But you know, obviously we'll uh we'll let the let the results speak for themselves. Uh you know, and we'll go from there. Uh next up, college football. Uh college football, like I said, we're gonna mention a lot of stuff. We're gonna talk NFL, we're gonna talk a lot of different things. Um, the college football landscape. Uh, currently constructed. We've been seeing teams like Clemson uh, absolutely uh, pretty much they're relevant in the picture at this point. Seeing teams like Colorado jump into the top of, of the list into the, uh, the top 20. Team like Miami uh, coming into play here. And the Texas Longhorns putting themselves in positions for a top four slot. Um, 
Zach, there's some, you know, interesting discussion. I guess like the first discussion I feel like from a betting perspective, I want to talk about at least is Colorado because everyone and their mother yeah, is yeah. in Colorado. Everyone is. Um, you know, whether because they're, you know, an engaging team, uh, they've got the, the popularity, the swagger, they've got it all there. Um, they had a higher rating on their just ratings wise. They had a higher rating on their game against Nebraska at noon past Saturday than the Texas Alabama game did in prime time. That's and that's insane. I can't even believe that. That's just hard. And you mean you saw the stadium packed house, fucking packed house. I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, and look, I here's and and they've one hundred percent two and zero. Right, they they've been very strong. Very, very good. I think it's likely they're going to beat Colorado State, putting them at three and zero. Um, I'm just letting you rail right now. I think Colorado's getting ran by Oregon in week four. Take the spread. Take whatever you want to take. That's 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 you want to. I mean, that's to me that's a tough just, back to back for them. Your train is Oregon getting and then USC. That train is going to get stopped. That train is going to get stopped. Like a car stops when the deer's in front of them on the road. That thing's going to stop. And that thing's going to stop so fast. I mean, I, I get it. This hype train, I get it. They, they're they a talented team. And Deion's son is a legitimate quarterback who's going to put himself in position to be in the NFL. Travis Hunter is a nice player. But I just, I mean, Zach, I, I look, they've been a fun story this year. But from a betting perspective, Zach, I mean, keep looking. You can see all these lines. They've posted all these lines on Colorado games. It's like they're not even close. They're two touchdown leads. Vegas is completely out on this Colorado team. They're totally out. They're totally out. They're not giving them any respect in hardly any game this entire year. Now, granted, I mean, they might take it for the first couple of weeks, but it says a lot to me, Zach, that they're still laying two, that they're still two touchdown favorites. The Oregon Ducks are against a team like Colorado. When you saw that they just beat TCU and you saw they beat Nebraska. Yeah, and you're right. Vegas is not really high on this team when everyone else is. I don't know what I was looking at last night. I was a little, you know, I had I had some drinks last night. And I I was like, this. Last night, I remember thinking Colorado doesn't play anybody the rest of the season besides USC. And now I'm looking at this schedule sober and I'm like, actually, they play a lot of teams. So I'll blame that on, on the vodka last night, but yeah, Oregon, USC back to back weeks. That is fucking brutal. That is brutal. And I know they beat a ranked opponent earlier this year with TCU. Uh, but even when they beat Nebraska, like I know it says 36 to 14, but like it wasn't. Like they didn't really pull away until I agree until midway later. through the second half. Yeah, I agree. And I you know, agree. Travis Hunter was not really involved in the offense. No. At least from score at least from scoring. I had him in a I had him in a parlay of mine, Colorado spread with Travis Hunter, two touchdowns. But you look at this team later in the season, I mean very nice story, obviously. Probably the story of the season so far, right, Caleb? Besides I, Alabama 100%. losing. I, I would agree. No. Well, that's uh, Alabama losing is not as high up on my list, higher up than the average person. Okay. You know, okay. 
but that's it. Okay. I mean, I would, that's it. So, I mean, most people would say Colorado. I mean, I, I just, you know, it, they've been a great story. They've been, they've been, it, it is a very fun story to follow. But, but so. I, for a bet of mine that I'm going to mention in a little bit. Oh, okay. I'm circling the USC Colorado game. I'm circling that game. You're circling that, that game. That's a, that's a must watch game. Number one, to see how serious of a team Colorado is. And number two, Christian Dewar Sanders. And I'll, I'll get into that when, when, when you let me. No, no, do it now. Do it now. You, you think he, you think there's a Heisman opportunity, don't you? You think it's a Heisman opportunity, which to do with Sanders against USC if they can keep this up, don't you? You, I know this. Look at you. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Obviously, to win the Heisman, you have to be on one of the best teams in the country, but not always strictly the case. Sure. If you look at, for instance, when Johnny Manziel won, Texas A&M, I don't think they were considered, and I know they weren't. Correct me if I'm wrong. They weren't considered like top four team in the nation. Caleb Williams last year, USC was not in the CFP. Yeah. Uh, and then Lamar Jackson, when he won the Heisman, Louisville was not in the CFP. So if Colorado can just go like eight and four, not nine and three, something like that. I don't know how realistic that is. You know more about college than I do, but they got a lot of ranked opponents in the Pac-12. But if he if he balls out, basically, if he just doesn't have a bad game and balls out against USC, which USC's defense, from what I've read and listened to, not great. Not a great defense. If Shador Sanders can ball out. Put himself a little more into the Heisman conversation. He also has this going for him. There's only been one two-time Heisman winner in the history of the the trophy. So I know Caleb yeah. Lynn's in favor right now, but history is not in his favor no. in terms of winning it again this year. So if you want to bet, if you want to get with me on Shador Sanders Heisman, you're getting him at 30 to 1 right now. It's it's an, it's, it's an interesting play. I, I'm not. I think he could absolutely. I, Zach, I think you are definitely on side. If Colorado finishes with like a four, they had four or three losses. The way that they're so hyped right now, like there's absolutely going to be public pressure for him to be at that ceremony. There's there's no doubt about it. Like there is no. And doubt admittedly, about it. I'm admittedly I have not watched a lot of college the past few years. No, I'm trying no, to get I, more into it this year, but, but I think you're right. I just no. saw from an odd standpoint and looking at their schedule. I mean, the schedule. Johnny football hard. won the Heisman. Johnny football yeah. won the Heisman because he beat Alabama. Just plain and simple. Hmm. So we could be looking at something similar here. If he and this field. guy could. This guy could go. He could go into the draft next year as well. So. I'm circling he, that USC game for that for that reason. Yeah. And the other thing for Sanders, I think if he would to get there, they would need the conference to continue to be having as many ranked teams as they do. You know, currently you have UCLA, you have uh you have Oregon, you have Oregon State, you have you know, Utah, Washington, Washington State. I mean, I believe three, four, five, six, eight teams in the Pac twelve or top twenty-five right now. Like that's that's really, really strong. And if you're Colorado, like that would only help 
the case of getting Sanders to New York. I, I don't, I don't necessarily hate that. Um, I feel like, you know, like, especially if he's around the conversation, if you can get a guy, Zach, like inside that, inside New York, I think there's a real shot. I think there's a real shot. Um, meanwhile, I'll tell you right now, Zach, a team that's not going to have a guy in New York is Alabama. And look, I, uh, I, I'll tell you right now. You I'll were high. You, right you were very adamant Texas is going to beat them, and you were right. You're absolutely right. Look, I mean, I, I think this, you know, we, we, fine. You want me to say the cliche or whatever you want to call it? Well, I'll, I'll say it. I think Texas is back. 2-0, they got a great win against <laughs> Alabama. They got a great, they got a great win against Alabama. And genuinely, Zach, genuinely, I think they've got a road that puts them in perfect position to make the playoff. The only game, the only game that even remotely, I mean, just remotely concerns, okay, would be maybe like an, like a trap type of game. Like a like a trap game, like a uh, like an at TCU. It's not even really. It's they get the Oklahoma Texas game in Austin. Okay, they get the last game of the year against Texas Tech in Austin. They play Kansas State in Austin. Every game that you want at home, they have at home. And you know, I'll be honest. Like you want to take a shot at somebody, take a shot at Quinn Ewers. I mean, I get it. It's not, I mean, he's not in yeah. the 10 to one ballpark, but you know, I think Caleb Williams is heavily favored and I'm with you. I think that's tricky to go for two. And USC is a hard, hard schedule specifically. Uh, you know, they got Notre Dame coming up in about, you know, three to four weeks at Notre Dame. You know, a lot of people think Notre Dame will just go in there and beat them, smash mouth them. If that's the case. That is going to affect Caleb Williams rankings. I think Caleb Williams has to be undefeated, Zach. He has to be undefeated. He has to get this team into the playoffs uh, as a part of him getting that second Heisman uh, if he was to get it. Uh, so that to me, that would be something I would keep an eye on um, with Texas. Uh, Bama, uh, look, I, you know, I'm not going to tell you to look for any value here. I think they suck. I mean, I really do. I think they suck. I don't think there's any value there at number 10. All of those teams above them, I'm taking, and I'm taking uh, dang near every team from 11 to 15 over them too. I, I just don't think I just don't think Alabama's. I'm out on Alabama, plain and simple. I'm out on Alabama. Well, I wasn't surprised. You're looking at Alabama's schedule the rest of the year from a betting perspective. You got Tennessee, Alabama, October 21st. Right now, they're 10 and 11 in the rankings. Uh, you got Ole Miss, Alabama. On the 23rd of this month, which I, I think yep. is intriguing. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you're looking at Ole Miss for that game, Caleb. Um, and the spread's interesting. I, I would The spread will be interesting because they're going to overrate the piss out of that team like they always do. They're going to overrate Alabama. And they're gonna be, if they give you a seven or they give you an eight, I mean, that's something to keep an eye on. I mean, if they're going to give you over a touchdown, if they're going to give you over a touchdown, which is exactly what they did with Texas, it's dumb in the sports books. You can give over 10, you're going to give over seven to that team, Zach. That's borderline insane. This team has no talent compared to what it has in the past. Every Alabama fan will make every freaking excuse because I had to deal with it all freaking weekend. You and I both did all freaking weekend with J.D. Hall. J.D. Hall, the textbook Kentucky basketball, Alabama football fan. I'll tell you what else is textbook. Alabama playing a cupcake team for the Iron Bowl every year. Chattanooga this week, this year, November 18th. I wonder what the spread will be on that one. What a fucking joke. Alabama, (laughs) Tennessee. (laughs) <laughs> Alabama, Tennessee, man. I mean, that was a hell of a game last year. Tennessee I won, can, right? I, yeah. Um, 
I mean, double check that, but I believe I, 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 I think they won. I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm trying to pull it up because they won. And then the next week they got like drilled by South Carolina. You're right. 52 to 49. You're right. 52 to 49. Yeah. Hell of a game. Hell of a game. And then tough back to back stretch there. You got Tennessee. Luckily, they're both at home for Alabama. Tennessee at home and then LSU at home. You know, they lost to LSU last year. I don't like Brian Kelly, but you know, he's, he's had good fortune in the SECs so far. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can, I, all I'm saying is I don't think that to me, and you, you just said it, you're taking every team 10 to 15 over I, I 11 would, to 15 over. But I, again, I'm way lower on them than I feel like everybody else is. I think 30 to one on them to win the title is disgusting. That's a crime that I, well, they, they need putting, a lot. They need a lot. I mean, is this the lowest they've been ranked in in a long time? I, I mean, it, uh, surely I would think because, I mean, Zach, they had the most talented offensive player in the last decade, and their most talented defensive player in the last decade. And they're making you know, what do you want to call? You want to call that on coaching? You want to call? I don't know what you want to call that on, but to me, they're this is screams well, Nick problematic. Saban. Nick Saban has a bunch of stuff he'd call it on. Um, in terms of the other thing I would look for and something that I always try to see in the college football season is I kind of look at some future opportunities, just some teams that I think, you know, could potentially maybe sneak into a playoff spot if things get right, if things don't get right. Um, there's a couple that I like, Zach. There's a couple that I like. Um, I think obviously I feel like George is probably going to be in that conversation. Schedule's not too strong. Um, last week, Florida State was available at plus 300 to make a playoff spot. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but I would have said to jump on that because I think the ACC is not as strong. Um, I think Washington's a real shot here at 600. I think Washington would be an interesting team if you're not of the belief that U.S. is going to beat. To make the playoff? Yes. Yes. If you think that they're not, if you think USC is not going to make the playoff, you think USC is going to lose to another name. But some team's going to get that value. Some team's going to jump. Or Colorado. That ain't happening, Chief. I mean, I don't know how much I got to bet on that, but I don't think Colorado's get to the playoffs. Come on. No, Colorado beat USC. Colorado, Colorado's not beat USC. No? Not locking that in. You're locking that in? Yeah. Colorado's going to beat them. No, I'm saying USC's going to beat Colorado. Oh, okay. All right. All right. No, I said USC's going to beat Colorado. I, Colorado, all right, all right. I, I'm out of Colorado against USC. Look, I, the 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 only the only the only one that would maybe could and maybe happen is Oregon, and I just don't even believe that's going to happen. Um, I just think you know, for me, when I look at the playoff, I think Washington at six to one is interesting. Um, I think LSU at nine to one is interesting uh, because I think LSU uh, could go on there and beat Alabama because uh, again. Uh, if you watched Alabama last week against Texas, uh, you saw that they were uh, physically uh, not able to take Texas' offensive line and defensive line. And then every time Texas made a big play, Alabama couldn't do a thing about it. So I, I would I would look at, I still think you're getting value on some of these teams, literally, because people still want to sit there and make you think Alabama's good. Well, you got Tennessee at 9-1 to as well. I don't know how high you are. I like that. No, year. no, they're good. The, the 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 joke is that Joe Milton Zach, if you ever remember him from his days at Michigan, he's I the do starting remember. quarterback. He's the starting quarterback there in Tennessee. 
But, you know, Tennessee's last, you know, their offense last year threw all over the place. And, you know, a guy with Joe Milton's arm, I mean, he could, he could sling it. I mean, before the year, Zach actually put a future on him to win the high school. It was something stupid. I was like, damn. See, it's like 50, it's like 50 to one. But I'm going to end up doing like pretty okay. Right now, Milton, I believe, is 35 to one. So I've ended up been getting some value on that. So we'll what about this, Caleb? Screw the playoff. Screw the your playoffs. horns. 10 to one. Championship. Well, yeah. If you're not as high on, to me, the, the, there's a little too much, you know, George is locking it in for my liking. I mean, I'm not saying that they don't deserve the respect of being a favorite, but yeah, 100%. For, Florida State, Florida State's also something I would look at. Uh, I think they're really good. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I'm of the belief that when you look at what Texas and Florida State have, their roadmaps are not going to be as difficult, right? George is going to have to play some teams in SEC. It's going to be a bloodbath. Okay, it just is. I don't think they're going to sit there and run through it like they did last year. I don't see it. I just think teams are going to play harder against them. And I feel the same way about Michigan. Can't guarantee Michigan's going to be, you know, Ohio State. It's always a tough game. Every year it's tough. Yeah. I don't care what the quarter. I mean, so... I, I don't know. The, the, I agree with you. The value is a little high. If you think Texas, you come out of that game on Saturday and you think to yourself, Texas is a real deal, go for it. I think that's a solid, it's a solid number. Um, Zach, anything else you want to touch on with the, uh, with things that you might be looking at for college football? Not yet. I still want to get a couple more weeks under my belt before I feel comfortable about throwing some money out on some teams, but. Colorado was the big one for me, especially Sanders. You know, if you can get him 30 to one right now, I feel like those are the best odds you're going to get at this point. I I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, All right. Now uh, we got an MLB season coming into a close. It's, it's, you know, we're around that time where it's like teams are starting to finalize the spots finalize who's where um and you know i'm gonna be honest zach I, i'm gonna be honest with you right here there's a couple things i'm looking for okay there's a couple things i'm looking for to watch at the end of the season you know the national league typically you know if the team's going in really hot hot going into the wild card keep an eye on that as a potential future if you think that the chicago cubs for example are rolling in Okay, you think the Chicago Cubs are rolling in. You feel like Chicago could be a threat. It's not a horrible value at 14 to 1 for them to win the league. If you're eyeing no, if you're it. eyeing a future if you're eyeing a future of a team to get hot, that would be interesting. A lot of people have been on Philly. And granted, I mean, there's been some Dodger news with Urias. It's probable that he's not going to be available for them for the rest of the year due to the cases that's going on. Um and so maybe there's an opportunity, Zach, for a team to slip in here. But it looks like we've still got that seventh spot in the National League wide open. Chicago feels comfortable. It feels like they're going to get in. Philly, it feels like they're going to get in. Atlanta is the almost dang near dominant pick at this point, plus 240 for them to win the title. Obviously, they're Atlanta and the Dodgers. Game. Atlanta and the Dodgers. Yeah, Atlanta and the Dodgers really in the National League is where everybody thinks. Um but I don't know. I I wouldn't necessarily rule out the idea of a wild card team making a threat. 
curious to your thoughts. I mean, you're a Cubs guy. You know, I was on this team a couple. I was on this team before the world got on him. I told you, I said, I thought they had the talent. I thought that they had the ability to make a run. Yep. And they are. Cody Bellinger's legit, man. He's legit. He's, he's your star, a franchise level star. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't tell me that five years ago, Cody Bellinger is going to be leading the Cubs to a wild card spot. I would have lots in your face. But, you know, there, there is a little bit of precedent for something like this, Caleb. Look at the Phillies last year. Kind of limped into the playoffs, went all the way to game seven in the World Series. I'm not yeah. saying the Cubs are going to do that. I don't trust their manager that much. But yeah, the Cubs, I mean, those odds, I was looking at them long and hard. I mean, I ended up, I got a couple, the ones I have here, I have one for the NL pennants and I have a couple for the World Series yeah, that I wanted to run by. But yeah, that one, yeah, National League, I mean, Braves and Dodgers going to be the overwhelming favorites, I think. Uh, but if you're just looking for a team, like you said, on a little bit of a streak going into the postseason, Cubs. Cubs. I do. Definitely not, definitely not your suckbirds. Uh, but, you know, let's, looking at mine, <laughs> look, look, look at the ones I have. Fair just sticking with the NL. Sticking with the NL. Phillies. You know, looks Phillies. like they're going to snag. Looks like they're going to snag one of those spots. Phillies plus 650 to repeat as NL champs. I don't know your thoughts. You like that. it. Well, I mean, they've the prop. The thing with them that's going to be interesting is if they get the Dodgers. There's a lot of questions about the Dodgers. Do you think if, if you're. You know, that, that's the, that's the hard part. If they face a team like the Dodgers, okay, and they get in a position where they end up having to match up with them, they, they have the talent to do it. And the Dodgers, in terms of pitching depth, if they lose Urias, I mean, they're, they're pushing. I mean, are you really wanting to put Lance Lynn in must win situations? I mean, Lance Lynn's been a nice second half guy for them, but is that really who you want to roll with? Now, granted, no. I don't think Philadelphia's pitching. Has been outstanding, but the Dodgers haven't been used to having a guy like that as their second guy. They're used to having a clay, you know, a legitimate big time pitcher. So I do, I yeah. do have some concerns there. Um, I think the draw could luck in their favor. Uh, I just think, I just think Zach, it's almost a reputation pick, uh, with them at 650. I think it's just like, a, oh, hey, like we know they did it last year. We know they have like the bats. Like let's, let's do it again. Um, and it's hard. It's hard I, to go back to back winning the pennant. It's very hard. Like it does. It really. I mean, especially in the NL in recent years. I mean, the Dodgers. Dodgers have won what two or three pennants past five or six years. Yeah, and that's like that. that's a lot. And then yeah, you're yeah. looking at like the 2010s Giants. And obviously, they won the three World Series, but it's hard. It's hard to do. I, I liked. I just really like the odds. Obviously, like you said, they had the talent. Right now, they would be slated to play the Cubs in the wild card, and then they would play the Braves, which I don't like that matchup as much as well, I, I did like against the Dodgers. It, right. I don't like facing the team that's seen you forever again in the playoffs. Right. I don't love that. And the Braves right. are going to want to respond after, in my opinion, the Braves are going to want to respond. They're going to want to make sure they're in the thick of it. Uh, they don't want to be in a situation. I think the Braves were the favorite. Braves are the fit title favorite, I think, right now. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they, they're going to come out firing because of the, how they ended their season last year. I mean, I put a bet on the Phillies beginning of July was 30 to one for them to win the title. But the value on that's quickly, the value on that slipped. And I wouldn't recommend it now uh, because I think everybody and their mothers trying to get on the Phillies. Uh, but I, I don't think, I don't think that's the end of the, right now their World Series odds are 1300. And I got it at 30. So people are obviously trying to put a lot on them. I, I wouldn't. Right. There's one that I would like more, actually. There's a team I like more. I got them a little earlier in the season in the American League. Um, you know, that wild card race is thick. I mean, you got you got the Rangers, you got the Mariners, you got the Astros, and you got the Blue Jays. And and three of those four are gonna make it. Well, the you know, Astros seem like they're kind of like doing their thing, getting back to where they've been, probably gonna look like the division champs, but you know, alarming news in Texas with Scherzer being out. I think yeah. that matters. Um you wanna talk about a you know, a future. Uh, I'm in on the Blue Jays, man. I am at 25. I think they're really freaking good. They can hit the ball. I think they, they can hit the ball like nobody's business. The pitching's legit. Typically, you don't, with, with Toronto, like one of their biggest issues has always been just consistency, right? But like they're the type of team that like can get hot late. And you look at some of the teams that they face in their schedule, Zach, it's not, you aren't sitting there and being like, oh my gosh, what a difficult schedule. Okay, I mean, granted, right now, ongoing, they're playing the Rangers. So one of those teams is going to separate. That's a huge series for that wild card. But then you start looking. It's like, okay, am I afraid of the Red Sox right now? No, I'm not afraid of the Red Sox right now. Am I afraid of the Yankees right now? No. Why should I be afraid of the Yankees right now? Uh, Should I should I be afraid of, you know, like there's a couple games against the Rays. But look, I, I mean, they've been getting hot against the right teams. Swept. They go in. They sweep Kansas City at home. I, look, I, I think this is a team, the consistency has always been the issue, right? But if you want a fun bet on a team that can explode, I think they're the type of team, they've got a lot of similarities to that Phillies team and they got a country on their back. And I just think that matters. Like when you're playing and, and, and literally absolutely does. one team in that country, there's one team in that country that they saw with the Raptors, play. right? And I think that just matters. I'm of the belief that stuff matters when you're like, when your team is like going in and they're, they're playing well and they're getting on the right track and their pitching is disgusting. Like that's, what's been carrying them most of the year. And I think that matters. They have incredible depth. Toronto. I like a lot. If you want to play an interesting future game, they you're going to, you're going to, I mean, it's going to be like, right. You're going to feel like you're going to hundred miles per hour. Cause it's going to be crazy with that seventh seed, but. That's a fun one. That's a fun one to look at potentially for those who might be interested. That that is a really fun one, and you're right about the country thing because if you remember back to I think it was the 2015 playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Blue Jays made the LCS. Yeah. And that was the one with the Batista walk off against the Rangers. Yeah. Like yeah. that. That was that brought the house down. That brought the fucking like, house yeah. down. It was an iconic moment. For that, for that, for that country and that franchise. Yes, yes, they brought the fucking house down. Uh, I think that I think Donaldson won MVP that year as well. I think he was a regular season MVP. I think he, I so think he was very good that year. That that was a great team. Not so much anymore, uh, Yankees. But I, I like that. I like I like that. I, they're you know they got the dirt. They can hit the hell out of the ball. They got the Derby winner on the team. 
Vladdy I Bam. love it. I love that. It's an interesting. Vladdy Jr., I love it. You could get him right now to win the league at 10 to 1. They're the only team to win the league at 10 to 1. Again, Texas, Seattle, very talented. But if you're concerned about the Rangers injuries, which I am, you think Seattle might be cooling down. I do. Then there's a chance that Toronto gets in here and then you have a team to win the league at 10 to 1. Like, because of the way that it's set up in the national, in the American League. And, you know, a team like Baltimore, you know, they're inexperienced, right? So they're, you know, while I like them and I think they're going to get their guys back, like 350, that's no value, no bueno. Tampa, best player going through a bunch of cases, might not going to be back. So I don't even really have the best version of this Tampa team. I'm, the, right. I don't know. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting little proposition. Um, I'm curious to see how this all finishes out. Uh, the division races are pretty much, they're pretty much all a lock at this point. Uh, again, I think the only one would be the AL West. AL East. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Zach, do you have any, uh, any other thoughts or suggestions on the, uh, the MLB season coming to a close here? I did like Baltimore's World Series odds at plus eight fifty. Uh, but They're like good, you said, inexperienced. They're good. Inexperienced. Um, the AL as a whole, I would say, besides the Astros, pretty, pretty inexperienced in the playoffs. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I know the Rays. I guess the Rays. Rays made the World Series years ago, but you know, it's like you said, they're not a complete team, and they. Uh, Bryce is telling me they they lost a lot of pitching throughout the year. Yeah, but I like those odds for the Rays plus eight fifty. I think the World Series champ will come out of the NL, but that's just one I like from odd perspective. Uh, Orioles eight fifty World Series. Champ. It's well, it, did you like the minus one twenty four on uh, the National League winning Zach? That's it. That's a good one too. That's yeah, one I, too. I looked at that. I looked at that. I thought that was an interesting one um, for them to win. Like, I feel like that's going to happen. Minus 124. That's not a bad bet. It's a little juice, but I mean, that's if you want to back the Braves, you want to back the Dodgers and do it at a reasonable number. Like, I don't think that's anything out of the realm. It's an interesting bet. I I didn't even think about that one, but now that you, now that you were talking about Braves and Dodgers, it's a fair, fair one to think about. But anyway, um, th- for this week, that'll. That I'll do it for us. Uh, we will be looking into how week two played out. Um, I, I mean, Zach, I don't know about you, but I think there's times where I think people just really overreact to week one of the NFL. And I just kind of. Oh, yeah. I like mean, people like kind of refuse to do that. I think we could have done that today. Like there's definitely teams we could have talked about. We could have been like, oh, my gosh, like, are they going to be very good? Buffalo, et cetera. But I don't. Right. There's no point in like, do not get worried one. about the Bills this early. Okay, like let them play a couple games. Like they face McD in week two, like, and that was a. I mean, that was one of the weirdest games ever, Caleb Bills yeah. Jets. Like right from the jump. I mean, obviously the Aaron Rodgers thing totally took me out of the game. No, I'm, that, no I'm sitting on my couch at home. I'm sitting on my couch at home. Totally took me out of the game. Total distraction. I imagine it had a similar effect on both teams. Um, obviously, Josh Allen played like he played terrible, but 
he wasn't the only quarterback, big big name quarterback that played terrible week one. And you know, like Bengals did this last year, slow start to the season. Uh Chiefs dealing with some injuries slash holdouts to open the year. Uh, you know, Ravens again dealing with injuries. Just a weird, weird start to the year. All of a sudden everyone's off the Steelers bandwagon, which they got on two weeks ago, even though we were on it all summer, Caleb. Right. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, don't 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 panic yet. Don't don't panic. Don't panic. Don't panic. Well, that'll uh that'll do it for us. Um this pod should be out honestly soon. Um for those and 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 yeah uh we'll we'll uh we'll get back with you next week yeah but <laughs>